This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Today, state lawmakers in the Alabama House will be considering the Education Trust Fund budget for the fiscal year of 2022 to 2023. That budget is currently standing at $8.1 billion, the largest in state history. There are also several supplemental bills that are being considered in connection to the ETF budget, which is also called HB 135. These supplemental bills will deal with further funding for such things as the Advancement and Technology Fund, Retirees Fund, and a 4% pay raise for teachers and support personnel. This week, the state legislature will also address the state general fund, which is a budget for all other state government agencies outside of education. Gas prices in the state are hitting an all-time high for this year. The average price per gallon of regular gas is now at $3.90, according to Gas Buddy. That indicates a jump of $0.58 per gallon in just one week. This time in 2021, the average price per gallon was at $2.50. The all-time record high in gas prices as an average occurred back in 2008 under the Obama administration, coming in at $4.01 per gallon. Again, that was an average. The University of Alabama at Birmingham is changing its mask policy. UAB will no longer require a mask inside their non-clinical university buildings. This applies to university meetings, events, classrooms, and certain laboratories. UAB officials say students can certainly choose to wear a mask on campus if they want to. However, employees at UAB Medicine will continue wearing the masks as part of medical guidance. A death investigation is underway in Lawrence County after a body was found. Authorities say that the male victim's body was severely burned. The body was found in the Chickenfoot area on the side of County Road 294. The county coroner, Scott Norwood, says that dental records will have to be used to identify the victim. The forensic process will take place in Huntsville at the Alabama Department of Forensics lab. A sheriff's deputy in Jefferson County is on administrative leave for smuggling contraband into the jail. 27-year-old Quindaris Reeves is charged with taking gym shoes and cell phones into county jail inmates. That contraband was taken to the jail in Bessemer. Reeves was charged and released on bail. An investigation is underway. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, China issues a warning to the United States to not create a version of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization known as NATO in the Indo-Pacific area where Taiwan is located. Chinese Communist Foreign Minister Wang Yi says that the situation in Ukraine is not comparable to Taiwan. Wang says that any attempts by the U.S. to develop an alliance network in Asia would not just push Taiwan into a precarious position, but would bring severe consequences to the U.S. itself. Wang also said that Taiwan will eventually return to the embrace of the motherland, referring, of course, to mainland communist China. Other Asian nations have sought out an alliance with the U.S. to keep China's dominance in that area further at bay. When it comes to the Ukraine-Russia conflict happening in Eastern Europe, a spokesperson for the Kremlin, Dmitry Peskov, says that Russia will halt military efforts in Ukraine if four conditions are met. One, that Ukraine's government places a neutrality agreement in their constitution that would restrict the country from joining NATO. 
Secondly, that it recognizes that the Crimean Peninsula is a Russian territory. Third, that Ukraine recognizes that the Luhansk and Donetsk regions are independent from Ukraine. And four, the Ukrainians stop all military action. Well, it's a rare admission and apology coming from a doctor who was opposed to the Great Barrington Declaration at the onset of the COVID-19 lockdowns and isolation measures. The declaration was formed by several doctors and it is opposed to lockdowns as a form of restricting the spread of virus. Dr. Joseph Freeman spoke on the Zoom conference call this week with other doctors. The reality is hospitalizations and deaths were not reduced by 20% by any policies. And because if they were, we would have had studies at this point that would have been able to consistently identify that. And that just has not occurred at all. So I think as a society, we have to decide if we want to continue like a public policy that's obviously producing large harm and offering only a minimal benefit at best. Uh, that's currently unmeasurable. Also, personally, I would like to apologize to uh, the three other scientists sitting with me here on Zoom the proponents of the Barrington Declaration, because I initially I did think you all were crazy or dumb, or maybe you just didn't understand what I was seeing. But I, I now realize, actually, I'm sorry, because I believe now you guys were correct. And um, and you were correct from the beginning. And I, and I wish that more people, including myself, had realized that sooner. And I hope more people realize that soon enough. That doctor's conference you just heard was put into place by the Surgeon General and Governor of Florida. It was held this past Monday with Governor Ron DeSantis and Surgeon General Joe Ladapo facilitating the discussion of issues among several dozen doctors. So the purpose of us coming together today is to have something that has been missing and been hard to find over the past two years, which is open discussion and transparency about some of the policies that we've seen over the last two years. Dr. Robert Malone was present for this conference. He's a vaccine scientist who's backing up the Florida Surgeon General who advised parents this week in Florida against applying the COVID-19 vaccination to their healthy children. The International Alliance has made a series of very clear, unambiguous statements. There is no justification for mandating vaccines for children, full stop. We're of the strong opinion that if there is risk, there must be choice. This is fundamental medical bioethics 101. Number two, uh, as far as we're concerned, there is no medical emergency now, and there is therefore no justification for the declaration of medical emergency and the suspension of rights that has occurred with that re-upping uh, of the medical emergency by the executive branch, let's say gently. And on Monday, the People's Convoy in Washington, D.C. did another circling of the capital city on the Beltway, which is Interstate 495. Thousands of tractor trailers, trucks, and cars are taking part in this protest. They are seeking for the federal emergency declaration regarding COVID-19 to be ended. The convoy organizers are also demanding an investigation into the federal government's response to the pandemic. These organizers also say that meetings have been set up with senators and members of Congress in order to dialogue about these issues this week. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News.
You won't want to miss out on this Alabama Life podcast where hosts Don Keith and myself sit down with photographer Jeff Reese as he tells us about his time with World War II veterans in taking their portrait as well as hearing their war stories. So he told me they were on their 19th mission in Europe over France, uh, 1944. So they were flying um, over France were hit by um, anti-aircraft fire, you know, flak, and it started a fire somewhere in the forward part of the plane, the cockpit filled with smoke, so thick that opening the windows didn't help, they, they couldn't see the controls. So mm-hmm. they made a decision to, to bail out, and everybody was quickly getting ready to do that, and he's, being a pilot, the the cockpit's so cramped, they can't wear a parachute. They just had to pick it up when he's going, getting close to where they he's going to bail out of the plane. But about that time, there was an explosion on board and blew him out of the plane. Oh. Um, still didn't have his parachute on. Okay. But he was holding it in his hand. Okay. By the strap. Oh, my goodness. At 26,000 feet. You can find out how that story ends by going to the 1819 News website and looking under the podcast tab. If you're enjoying the daily detail, you can also find it under that podcast tab as well, or you can subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 